0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Dare to My Heart podcast, a resource podcast for family caregivers. I am the host, <laughs> your family caregiver coach and concierge nurse, Michelle Allen, registered nurse. How are you guys doing? So, I know what y'all are thinking. Um, let's get the elephant out the room and let's address the elephant in the room. That's the same. Let's address the elephant in the room. And yeah, it's been a minute. I've been here with you guys in a minute. Started this podcast back in November 2021. <laughs> and um, I think only four episodes went up at this point of this recording. Uh, and I want to correct that. It's been a while. A lot has happened. Life has been lifing. Life has been lifing. The last episode we had was with a wonderful guest. And if you have not listened to the episode, it was fantastic um, with one of my sisters, um, Michelle Gil Newton, talking about her experience being a family caregiver with her mom. Um, And at the time she was going through a lot with her mom and mom is now home and doing well, but it's a really insightful definitely check out episode four, uh, which was dated back in November 2021. So we're here. At the time of this recording, it is June 2022, well over six months later. And I am you guys are like, what happened? Where'd you go? What's going on? Again, life has been lifing. Let's talk about it. You know, after November, it kind of hit the holidays. Um, I kind of hit overwhelmed. A lot going on uh, in the family, a lot of changes going on with work. Uh, with myself, with my husband, um, the kids with school, just making sure they were okay. Um, Of course, the holidays came up, so that was just a lot going on there. And then we kind of went into the first quarter of 22 um, dealing more so with my mother-in-law and transitioning her back to New York. And that kind of started around March 22, where um, we had to start the process of moving her back to New York. You know, we've mentioned in the past that Mention on—I don't think I've done it on this podcast. I gotta look back and see. I may have to do a whole episode just on this, or share one of the episodes that I've done on one of my um, husband's—one of the episodes I've done on my husband's podcast, uh, Mental Conditioning Gym. I'm gonna try to re-share it here. Hopefully, the computer will work with me to do that. Otherwise, I'll just redo a whole episode just for this platform. But um, we talk about being caregivers for our uh, family members, which is our parents. And uh, maybe a, a two or three extended family members. So with that, uh, being said, we had to move my mother-in-law back to New York. Um, my father-in-law passed away uh, July last year, 21. and she was in Florida by herself. There's no family down there. So we had to move her back. And we just finished that process of moving her back. When I tell you, it's been a whirlwind since March till now. <laughs> till now, but my husband and I, my mother-in-law, and with the grace of God, we got through it. She's here, um, she's with us. We're in the process now of just trying to find her a place to live because she does want her own space. And we agree that she would be okay to be in her own space. Um, she's still functioning well uh, for her age and her health is pretty stable. So thank God, you know, um, she's able to go out on her own and do her own thing. It's just, you know, those who know, um, what you get in Florida is not what you get in New York, um, in terms of what it looks like, aesthetics, environment, um, as well as price. The big thing is price. Money is huge in New York. And New York is just expensive to live in in general, a lot of people. And I've learned a lot, um, with this process of trying to find a place for her. You know, you just feel for I don't know how seniors do it. And obviously I'm a home care nurse, so I'm out and seeing people every day. And now it makes more sense to me why when I see my patients, they're in a shared apartment. You know, they just rent one room and then they, you know, the landlord has roommates or maybe it's their apartment and they have to share out their other rooms and rent out the rooms um, just expensive on your own in New York on a senior's citizen salary, which is very, very restricted. Um, They're no longer working, so it's pretty much whatever they get from a pension, if they have it, Social Security and Medicaid, so things like that. Um, They may get food stamps, and that's limited as well. It's it's very interesting, this process, very eye-opening to see how it affects seniors in New York. What else? Um, So we are definitely, you know, there's a term, I don't know if you guys ever heard the term sandwich generation. It refers to basically... You as the caregiver, or let's take my example, me, me and my husband, we're here. We have our kids, we have our two boys. Um, our two boys are teenagers, and um, then we have the aging parents on the other side. So picture a sandwich. You have two slices of bread and your meat and filling in the middle. So the meat and filling in the middle would be me and my husband, and then the two slices of bread. One slice is on one side which is um, our kids, and the other side is the other slice of bread, which is our parents, and in the middle is me and my hubby, and we're just squished in, and we're just trying to figure this thing out. So if you've never heard uh, what that is, there is such a term. It's called the sandwich generation, which is us, where you're dealing with, you have your family that you care for, and you have to raise on one side, and then you have your aging relatives that you have to help and assist and, and raise to a sense on the other side, and then you're in the middle just trying to figure it out. Um, even if you don't have, let's say, kids, this could be your career. Um, you may be a triple decker sandwich where you have uh, your family, your career, yourself, and your aging parents. Picture a triple decker sandwich. So it may be something like that. So it's a lot. It can be very overwhelming, and I'll say it definitely got to me the last few months, and I'm just now kind of getting my bearings back to me and getting things together. So. This episode is not going to be long. I just wanted to just formally come back and say I'm here. Um, you know, my family and I are okay. You know, nothing negative happened. Um, we'll say we did get COVID during that break. <laughs> not that I think about it. The whole house got COVID over Christmas. Um, that's also part of what happened. Uh, my mother-in-law came up. Uh, we ended up getting COVID not because of her, but she was here for Christmas uh, holidays, and she ended up staying with us for four weeks because COVID hit the house. Um, it hit my husband first and then me and then the kids and her crazy. And, but that's the time I think everybody in their household during that Christmas break it was the Omicron variant. <laughs> oh Lord. But well, thankfully, you know, we were all okay. We made it through. Um, my oldest son had no, um, symptoms at all. He still tested positive and the rest of us, we had mild symptoms, maybe, it, we kind of felt like you had the flu, but then we kind of got over it after a couple of days and, and just kind of had to wait out the quarantine period of time. So here's what it is, um, but we're here and we're back and we're okay. Um, part of what also brought me back, um, especially with doing the podcast, what's bringing me back is I had a patient recently and um, she's a dementia patient, which is not new, unfortunately dementia. Uh, as a diagnosis, just as common as me getting someone with high blood pressure and diabetes nowadays. Um, so I have a dementia patient, young young woman, fifties. She was diagnosed in her early fifties. Um, and when I saw her, her memory, it just broke my heart. You know, she did not know anything. She didn't know who she was, she couldn't communicate very well verbally. Um, her husband and her two adult sons are who was taking care of her. And in talking to him, really, he, he as well is why I'm back, because I realized he's doing the best he can. He's still working. His two adult sons are helping, and they're doing all the best that they can to help with their mother, um, which you have to really supervise. her Because again, her memory is gone. She does not realize anything. Um, so you just have to make sure you keep her safe at all times, because she's not realizing that she may not be in a safe uh, situation. Um and with that, you know, talking to him and just giving him some advice, encouraging him. You know, mentioned, you know, the families kind of distance themselves from them. And his sons told him, you know, my boys did tell me, they said, you don't realize it's just us. We're, we're on this path by ourselves. And it kind of hurt my heart that, and I get it because we've had the same situations here for our family as well. So I understand what he's saying. it sucks. It's just a sucky thing. And he's like, you know, you just feel like you're alone. And I just had to encourage him and let him know he's definitely not alone. Um, You know, when you're in the midst of caregiving, especially the way he's really caregiving right now, um, it's hard and it does feel isolating, lonely, unless you have somebody else that can relate. And even then, every caregiver situation is different. Um, Unless you have somebody that can relate, then it's a bit harder to realize I'm not the only one. So I had to encourage him, let him know he's not the only one. Trust and believe. Encourage him and let him know he's doing a good job with his wife, him and his kids. All three of them, they're doing a great job. Um, to care for her, she's in a great environment, a great house. It seems to be a loving family. You can't act for any more than that. Cause trust and believe, not everybody has that. But when I left that house, I really felt felt down. It was one of those, it took a toll on me that that particular case, it, it hurt my heart to see that whole dynamic there. And I was like, you know what? I've been sitting on this data in my heart for a while, the podcast and even the services, you know, that I offer and I'm needed out there. You know, care, family caregivers need to know that they're not alone out there. This podcast needs to restart so they know that their resources out here I have some, have a list. I'm looking at my list now in my in my book of topics. I've already had it listed out. It was just a matter of me sitting down and finding the time to do it. And now I have the I guess the fire's been lit again to go, you know what, I'm motivated to get this done because people need to know whatever's out there that can help them and I need to learn as well. So we're all gonna learn together because trust and believe I don't know everything. I don't know everything. I've been doing home care for over fifteen years and I don't know everything does. Nobody does. So we're all going to learn together um, through interviews and through movie reviews and through product reviews and all of that. We're going to go get back on the saddle and get this thing going. So I hope you, you know, you stay with us on this journey as I, you know, restart up this podcast. Um, you know, I mentioned saying that I wanted uh, the podcast is needed and that my services are needed. Um, so yes, Dear to My Heart is the name of the podcast for those that May not remember. Um, it is the name of the podcast, but it's also the name of my business, my concierge nursing business. And what I basically stress in my business is family caregiver coaching, um, where I help my caregivers focus on themselves. You know, as family caregivers, especially the sandwich generation, you don't have time to look into for yourself. Everything is for everybody else. For the kids, it's for your spouse, for your your mother, your parent, your aunt, whoever it may be. You you get to kind of forget about you the caregiver coaching comes into play. Um, What I offer is to make sure that we focus on you. You have an outlet to talk to and to bounce ideas off of and to vent into whatever your frustrations may be. You know, you have situations where you may feel like, I just hate what's happening right now. And you have no one to really stress that to because anybody else who has not gone through what we've all gone through and you say something like that will be like, how can you how can you say you hate your spouse right now? How can you say you hate your mother right now? Listen, listen, this is a no judgment zone and trust and believe I understand what you're talking about. But I understand that not everybody does. So you're gonna keep that stuff inside. That's not healthy either. Um, so we have the family caregiver coaching and there's also another dynamic to my coaching where I offer strategy for your aging level. Let's be honest. I am a nurse. <laughs> so Naturally, we're going to talk about health conditions because whatever is happening with your aging loved one is also part of what's causing your stress as a family caregiver. The new diagnosis that happened, there's a change happening in the, the health. Then, you know, we can talk about that too and come up with a strategy to help stabilize your loved one and, and keep things at a steady pace. And then we can get back and focus on you and what your needs are and what your goals are um, in terms of coaching. Um, I also offer the family caregiver boot camp. I created this boot camp. Black and saw the pictures. hilarious. I couldn't believe it's been so long. Four years ago, I wrote this boot camp. Um, I have a workbook associated with it. And I give my boot camps in person as well as virtually. Um, And the boot camp is kind of like, it came up because obviously we have uh, people who care for their loved ones at home, um, but they're not trained. They're not certified home attendants. Family members trying to figure it out and make it happen. Not everyone is lucky to have um, maybe a home attendant in the house or someone in the healthcare field in the house um, to help. Like you know, I'm, I'm a nurse, so a lot of um, my relatives get a little bit of you know luxury. Actually, we have a lot of healthcare professionals in my my family, especially my dad's side. So we all bounce off of each other for different things. But not everybody is meant for that and can handle that. You know, um, bodily fluids is not everybody's thing. <laughs> I and believe that's where home attendants come into play and they're just such an asset to keeping your loved ones safe at home. But at the same time, once they go, it's just you and the loved one trying to figure this out. So I created the Family Caregiver Bootcamp to help family caregivers at home just get a quick overview as to some things that they may be getting ready to encounter. Just give them some knowledge base for some everyday skills they may have to may have to use, um, feeding, dressing, bathing. We talk about even advanced directives, healthcare proxy, of health attorney. We talk about fall precautions. Um, we talk about clothing and types of clothing. We talk about durable medical equipment. So just a quick overview, a couple hours of the boot camp um, to just give you some basics and then everything else will kind of come into play down the line as things develop further with your aging loved ones. Um, so the Family Caregiver Bootcamp is also out there as well. Um, you can find more information about these services on my website, daretomyheart.com. You can also access this podcast directly on my website, DeerToMyHeart.com. And the two is the number two, so daretomyheart.com. And um, the podcast is now, how to fix that today too. I realized some some reason it didn't publish onto Apple as I thought, but I corrected that. Now this podcast is directly on my website. It's on Apple Podcasts and it's on Spotify. So as I slowly keep working, adding in other uh, podcast directories, I'll let you guys know. But that. that's it. I just wanted you guys to know that I'm here. I'm here for you. Um, I'm praying with you and for you. I am encouraging you. Um, we can only do the best that we can, and whatever that looks like for you, it is for you. As long as we know in our hearts that we are doing the best that we can with our loved ones, um, health and priority as our main focus, then that's all you can do. That's all you can ask for. You know, you only can do as much as you know. And once you know more, then you do more. And the goal is for this podcast to allow you and educate you to know a little bit more so we can all do better and improve um, with caring for our loved ones and maybe even preparing for ourselves because let's be honest, we are not getting any younger. Hello hello <laughs> and I'll put myself out there at the time of this recording I'm going to be 42 in just three months so I'm not getting any younger my kids are, are teenagers they're getting ready to graduate high school in a couple of years like okay so my turn is coming too and I'm using this to learn for myself as well so yes my my you know, my parents my in-laws um, aging relatives, you know, to give advice to, you know, my cousins as they're caring for them. But at the same time, it's for me too. How do I prepare myself so that my kids may not have to go through what I'm going through with my in laws and my parents? How do I make it easier on them? Um, so that's what we're going to do. I hope you guys stay with me on this journey. Um, my goal is to continue this podcast weekly, definitely at least until the end of the year, and then we'll reevaluate for 2023. But let's oh let's do this let me know um you can also find us on instagram or facebook there to my heart so if you wanted to inbox me let me know i am here you can connect to those pages on the website www.daretomyheart.com and two is the number two all right all right you guys have a blessed one and i will talk to you soon